We're joined by uh, Bob Cohen, one of the uh, staff people for Citizen Action. has been quite active with the development of the um, state climate law, CLCPA, and now its uh, draft plan. Um, Bob, I understand uh, that a number of groups have come together to raise concerns about the um, process as we move towards, uh, I believe, a December 19th vote on the uh, draft plan. What, what are some of the concerns? Sure, Mark. Uh, thanks for having me. I think our concerns fall unto, under, I would say, three things, basically. One is there are ongoing concerns that have been raised all along by community groups, climate justice groups, et cetera, about things like hydrogen, um, things like renewable grass that are untested and there are better solutions. Uh, secondly, um, which I hesitate to say, but I guess I would have to say nefariously, um, they have put in last minute changes to the plan, as far as we can tell, that um, even move us backwards. And the third thing is just public participation, we had this rather elaborate process of hearings, public attending meetings, thousands and thousands of comments. And yet um, we, we will not apparently see the scoping plan unless they reverse themselves. That's the topic for our letter or th that we sent out on Monday. Um, we will not see what the uh, Climate Action Council members are voting on, which is contrary to the law and contrary to the basic notions of public participation. Yeah, I was at the December 5th meeting and one of the local climate activists came up and raised that question to me. And I did look at the open meetings law, which does says if a delivered body is reviewing documents, that document is supposed to be made available to the public at least 72 hours in advance. And I read the CLCPA law. And I saw nothing that exempted this council from um, the open meetings law, you know, why has the state, you know, three years, three and a half years after the CLCPA law been so unwilling to share, um, you know, what basically is a blueprint for how they're going to try to save life on the planet? Yeah. So just one minor qualification, the law says 24 hours, not 72 hours, but anyway, it's, it's still, you're still, your general point still holds. I have, I find it, uh, difficult to figure out what their motivations are or anybody's motivations. I will, you know, sort of speculate that they're very concerned about the press um, scrutiny about this and scrutiny by groups like mine and many others. And it's a little, you know, from their perspective, it's a little easier to control the uh, narrative, as they say, by just having a vote and having people not then have to scramble to read the plan uh, a few days later. I, but that then, but again, that's really just speculation on my part. Well, be... I, you know, I'll mention is that policy wonks like uh, you and, and, and myself are very interested in the details. But when the first um, you know process went through, the issue that a lot of people focused upon was the issue of whether or not they were going to ban wood stoves which, you know, is an issue to debate, but is not exactly the most critical part of the, uh, you know, the the, the climate plan. Um, but how is the legislature going to react 
you know, to this. They've been sort of sitting there not doing much for the last three years, waiting for this plan. And now this plan is going to come out largely written, uh, I would contend, by the, you know, the governor's staff, often behind closed doors, as you point out. You know, will the legislature be willing to make its own independent determination on some of these, you know, key issues like the role of of hydrogen and how much money we're actually going to give to environmental justice communities and and how we're going to pay for this thing, you know, whether it's going to be a carbon tax or a tax on the wealthy or something they're now calling cap and invest, which seems to be Laura's of the old cap and trade program that we already have with Reggie, which has sort of mixed reviews. Well, um, obviously, the standard response, Mark, about the legislatures, it remains to be seen. But I can say that there are some encouraging signs. There has been um, at least rumors um, that the Senate will be holding hearings on the scoping plan. I don't think that that has been absolutely decided. I certainly hope they do that. Um, and um, because I think they need to carefully look at this. Also, um, there's a number of pieces of legislation uh, last session that at least got uh, moved, uh, in some cases passed. The cryptocurrency moratorium was signed uh, happily by the governor a couple of weeks ago. It took a while, but she did that. So I think the legislature has shown a willingness um, when it, in the past, on a few limited topics, to get involved. And I think the inadequacy of the scoping plan will hopefully light a fire under them that they have to become much more involved than uh, they have since 2019 when the CLCPA, the climate law, passed. Now, one thing I'll just quickly note for our listeners is, is that the two key people in the legislature, the chair of the Senate and the Assembly Environmental Conservation Committee, which handles climate, uh, are not returning uh, next year. And so, in fact, um, new leadership will have to be selected. But one of the, the big issues, and in fact, in many ways, the one issue which the Climate Council last year spoke out on was the need to end the use of um, gas in new buildings and go to the All Electric Buildings Act. And, and now the uh, council appears to be pushing that back a year while also arguing that's not really all that important since, you know, we build 50,000 new buildings a year where there's, I don't know, five or six million existing buildings. How are people feeling about this, you know, at least some retreat on the one issue which the climate council had spoken out last year? Well, I think it's safe to say that um, many organizations, including mine, are really concerned about that delay. It does seem to be uh, driven by a combination of uh, 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 real estate industry concerns, maybe uh, some union concerns. It's a little bit unclear. I think the union movement is sort of split on this from what I could tell, or at least ambivalent. Um, and, you know, I think really what it comes down to as a broad picture is, is that we, those of us who advocated for the climate law to pass in 2019, um, envisioned an open process. And it seems like we've had almost this mirage. We, we've had all the, uh, you know, the appearance of an open process. And yet, in the last minute, industry has I intervened. So it, it's really disturbing from a policy, uh, public policy standpoint, um, an open government standpoint. And unfortunately, this is far from the uh, first, and will unfortunately be not the last time this happens in New York State. So what can, you know, can people, you know, do at this point to 
uh, I mean, December 19th is a week away. You know, how, how do we get the state legislature, the uh, Climate Action Council to actually, at least in the last month, have transparency? And also, I was a little bit surprised. It, it, it does sound like at least the DEC chair kind of acts as if the Climate Action Council disappears on January 1st once this uh, climate plan is released, that he doesn't see them having a role in terms of its, you know, follow-up implementation, even though there's tons of next steps in terms of the state energy master plan needs to be updated and both DEC and the Public Service Commission have to develop various rules and precedents. That was a little bit of a shock. But what can people do in the last minute? Well, uh, unfortunately, I mean, certainly people should uh, contact DEC, call them, call NYSERDA. But I have to be honest here and say it does seem like the state is on the track to approve it and they do have a statutory mandate. While I wouldn't say people shouldn't call, quite frankly, the focus of our advocacy is going to have to be in the legislature next year. And also with the agencies, the next major step that must be taken in climate policy in New York State is the EC has to do regulations based on the scoping plan um, by January 1st, 2024, which is Sounds like forever, but it's only a little bit more than a year from now. And we are working on plans to influence DEC, but but obviously the legislature comes first from January to June of next year. Well, thank you very much, Bob Cohen, uh, Citizen Action, and we'll continue to follow what goes on with climate. Um, this has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.